hello beautiful yes you you are beautiful you're not only beautiful you are god's masterpiece how have you been welcome to another episode of lighthouse with omo jason my name is tolu Lope. you can also call me omo jason so how have you been and has everything been going well it's another month and i don't know it just feels like this year is ending really 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 fast so um i read this really 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 amazing book titled redeeming love by francine rivers and the exciting part was where the where the lessons the holy spirit taught me on it so um let's let's get right in so the first lesson is the fact that no one is a mistake no one born is a mistake for god to let one's birth you know occur then he or she has a purpose in god's agenda so the basic point the basic lesson is no one is a mistake and you know a part of the book was the fact that you know the 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 one of the main characters who, that, that was sarah she felt she was a mistake she felt like because ah, her father never loved her she just felt she was a mistake but the truth is no one is a mistake and also relating to the bible in first first chronicles chapter 22 and um, first chronicles chapter 22 verse 6 to 9 the story of when um david called his son and told him that okay um solomon i wanted to build a temple for god but god told me that i couldn't build a temple for him because you know i'd killed too many people and god told david you would have a son and who he that that son will, will rule because you know God will give him peace from all his enemies and that son that God told David was going to take after the throne after David dies um, yes was um, Solomon and it's so funny because Solomon was the child and that was conceived you know in what we call maybe if we want to judge or if we want to describe it we'll say he was born in sin because you know um, Solomon's mother was uh, was Bathsheba and um, David um slept with Bathsheba and I mean she was someone else's wife he even killed her husband but it didn't still stop God from you know fulfilling his plan he had already chosen that Solomon would be the next king and he was the next king he wasn't just the next king he was also the wisest man that ever lived I mean that's how intentional God can be so even in you know even in what we call mistakes even in what we call error even in that thing that you know that that you know you've just seen it as something really bad god can still bring out something beautiful out of it so no one is born in mistake the next lesson is the fact that no matter how far back the past may be it still doesn't change the fact that it is the past and what do we do with the past no matter how much you go to the past the past is still the past no matter how maybe in quotes beautiful the past may have been the past is still the past what do you do with the past you pick out the lessons from the past and then you move forward you don't just stay in the past you don't just ah no the past is the past no the past is the past you just you know pick out the lessons from it and then leave it and also um well in the in the book sarah's nanny was holding on to the past when she went to meet the person that she once dated before and at the end he left he ended up leaving her so the past is still the past no matter how much we choose to look at it and and in philippians chapter 3 verse 13 it says of course my brother my brothers and sisters i really do not think that i have already won it the one thing i do however is to forget what is behind me and do my best to reach what is ahead it says i forget what is behind me and do my best to reach 
what is ahead so you forget the past you pick out the lessons from the past and you apply it in the present and the future but you don't carry the past into the future because or into the present because when you do it it's it's it doesn't help you have a clear vision it sort of blows your vision to see things better so the past is the past the past is always the past you pick out the lessons from the past and you you know like we are advised in the Bible, you forget what is behind you and you reach out to what is ahead. The number three lesson I learned is the fact that we should not totally neglect the aspect of parental counsel. And it, when I say parental counsel, it could be our biological parents, adopted parents, or even our spiritual parents. And um, in the story, Sarah's parents counseled her not to get married to the man she got married to. She got married to him and he didn't end so well. It didn't end well. So we should not neglect the aspect of parental counsel. That's why the word of God even says, honor your father and your mother and it, and, and so that your days may be long. It's the, it's the commandment that comes with a blessing. So, you know, we should, and, and a promise, when you do that, okay, your days will be long. So we should not neglect, you know, the aspect of parent, parental counsel. Another lesson i've learned is the fact that um um we okay another lesson is the fact that how okay i'll say how i wrote it I, I wrote it is funny how we derive complete and true satisfaction only from god and not worthy pleasure and the truth is whether whether we choose to accept it or not any life outside christ is empty any any life outside Christ is empty. It might look like ah the people like ah the ways of the world is bet is the better way, you know. And one thing that is the fact that the way of God then it takes time. It it, it follows a process before you get results. But the way of the world, I mean, sharp sharp, you just you know get the results immediately. But that's not the life we've been called to live, you know. The truth is, no matter how much you choose to look at it, in the end you still find out that the only th- thing, the only person that can satisfy the only person that can give you true peace the only like it's only god that can satisfy it's only in god you can derive satisfaction it's only in god you can derive all that you know all the good things you want all the good things you need the things of the world are ephemeral like they are they are they are temporary they would they would vanish in the twinkle of an eye only the things of god are eternal only god is eternal that's the only thing that's been built to last that's the only thing that will not perish any other thing as i would Outside God will not last. It will fade away with time. It will finish before you know what is happening. So the fifth lesson I learned here is the fact that when the Lord gives you or tells you a plan, it may not exactly go in the way you want it, but the truth is that plan will still definitely come to pass. And then an aspect from this from the book, Redeeming Love, is, is when um, the Lord spoke to Michael Hosea and told him to marry Angel. Michael Hosea to- said, told, said, Oh Lord, this is not exactly what I had in mind. But God's plan is still God's plan. So when God gives you a plan, when he gives you a word, you know, you should just stick to it because he will still bring it to pass. He will still bring it to pass. And that's why, you know, in jeremiah chapter 29 in jeremiah 29 verse 11 it says that for i know the plans i have towards you plans of good and not of evil to give you an expected and some version says to give you the future that you hope for god's plan for you is always beautiful he loves you so much and his plans for you are always beautiful sometimes it doesn't always look like it but the end result is definitely beautiful the end result is something you'll be very grateful for and one thing i know that god does sometimes is the fact that he bypasses our emotions 
emotions to give us the best at such times it looks painful it feels painful and in fact we've, i don't know but i myself have been there where sometimes god just totally changes my plan like he carries my plan and he changes it but in the end i'm always and always super grateful that he did that and okay so that's it and i can actually really really relate to this lesson because when i entered the university i really wanted to study medicine and i was not giving medicine i was giving nursing and i felt so bad i felt so bad i cried for days i cried for days because i'm like this is not what i wanted but eventually god's plan still came to pass and i i'm, I'm really grateful for the journey i'm grateful for the fact that i actually first got nursing before i actually switched back to medicine so yes if god gives you a plan hold on to it because even when it doesn't look like it it will eventually you know land you in that plan he has um, he has given you or that word he has given you so the sixth lesson here is the fact that it is very 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 important to have a relationship with god it is very important to have a relationship with god in psalm 27 verse 4 it says one thing um one thing i desire one thing i desire and that thing is you know to dwell in the presence of god to 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 be to um to dwell in god's presence so the thing is it's always good to have a very strong relationship with god because when you have a relationship with god you are able to hear his voice clearly and he's able to direct you is he he's able to direct you i mean if you don't have a relationship with god how would you even know when he's speaking with you how would you know when he's speaking with you we should get to that point where god is our most important thing he's your one thing he's your most important thing in psalm 32 verse 8 he says the lord says i will teach you the way you should go i will instruct you and advise you if you do not have a relationship with god how would he teach you how would he instruct you and how would he advise you i mean if i have this friend that i talk to once in a year if the friend calls me or whispers my name i will not really i'll not be so familiar with the voice because i mean not like we've been talking constantly and you know your relationship with god is not just waking up in the morning and praying it's actually to have a solid relationship with god get to that point where you involve him in everything you do you involve him in every single thing you do like in the book redeeming love you know god told michael hosiah to go back to the to the brothel and get angel from the brothel and he listened and you know when he went there he realized that she was such she was in such a bad state that he actually had to get her get her out of the place so if he didn't have a relationship with god he wouldn't even have he wouldn't he wouldn't have been able to hear when god was talking to him so yes we need to have a relationship with god and also in isaiah 30 verse 21 it says you would hear um a word um you would hear a voice behind you saying this is the way you should go walk in it another version says this is the way you should go follow it another version says and if you are you know um wandering from the from the right way i would um, i would i would i would show you the right way and tell you the way you should go if you don't have a relationship with god how would he guide you how would you even hear his voice how would you hear his voice and even if you hear his voice how would you know it is him because you're not not even familiar with the voice so you need to have a relationship with god it's so important i cannot but stress the fact that it is so so important to have a relationship with god when you have a relationship with god when you let god direct you when you let god lead you life becomes easier life becomes so sweet and life becomes as in it becomes more pleasant because eh, not like life is easy on its own no, but like with god he makes it so sweet because he tells you things to come he tells you oh no my child do this do this oh no don't do it this way in fact study this way oh no take this part ah do it this way you know he just instructs you the seventh lesson i learned from 
the book is the fact that there's usually a background story to how things are so when you see that people turn out a certain way there's usually a background story and then um, looking at the book redeeming love sarah who now became angel you know her her life challenges made her think that there was nothing about life and there was nothing such as hope and also the story of lucy her aunt was so mean to her that you know when she made a mistake she missed when she made a mistake rather than stay to tell her aunt she ran away from the house and you know Rather than wait to her aunt, she ran away before her aunt came back because, you know, her aunt was just so mean to her. So when, it's, when, when she became bad and she turned out to be to become a prostitute and was always drinking and, you know, I was doing something, I was always doing a lot of things because there's a background story. Also, Angel was so scared to run away with Michael Hosea because when, um, in the story, in the book rather, at the age of 14, the last time she tried running away with him and he ended up, a, he ended up um, to, become, to, to be a disaster. And and then so it resulted in the fact that she even stopped believing that she could ever be free so if you just meet her for the first time you'll be like oh, why doesn't she even believe in freedom but behind every person behind everything there's usually a background story so sometimes you just really need to you know be calm to understand or let the, let the person tell us that tell us the background story or just pray so that the holy spirit will help us understand the points this person is coming from the eighth lesson i learned from the book is the fact that um despite the fact that angel had given up on her life god still had a plan for her she had given up on herself she had given up given given up on ever having a good life but god still had a plan for her god still had a plan for her and also you know in jeremiah 29 verse 11 god has a plan for us you know he says that he has inscribed us on the palm of his hand and he says can a nursing mother forget her child the word of god says no but even if she forgets at her child i will never forget you do you know what it means for the king of kings the maker of heaven and earth to inscribe you on the palm of his hands like let me remind you have you ever looked at the clouds and did you ever see any nail holding the cloud there was none there is none there won't be any there is no nail holding the cloud everything is perfect there was never a time that you looked up and it looked like one part of the cloud was falling and the other part was straight then after the night gave a public announcement that ah this part where the cloud is falling no it seems like god is trying to restructure the place he made a mistake in the creation he didn't he's, he's too perfect for that so imagine if he created everything so perfectly like he he did everything so perfectly so do you not think he now like left you out i uh, know now no not, not i don't know but not my god i know like god is too faithful to fail for me one thing i know is the fact that god can be trusted and god always comes true so yes god has a plan for everybody so over to the ninth lesson so the ninth lesson i learned is the fact that um you should always be ready to learn learning is a continuous process you never stop learning irrespective of your age and then an aspect of the book i'll pick out is the fact that after michael hosiah married angel and then they moved over to his place she honestly did not know how to do a lot of things but you know she heard the voice that told her you are going to learn and she kept on learning she kept on learning and so it also helps us to understand that in life 
we keep learning in the assignments god has placed in our hands we keep learning and that's why even when god gives you an assignment and he says oh i want you to do this thing you have to keep talking to him about that thing you have to keep hearing his voice because daily he teaches you new ways new ways to do things he tells you new plans he has for you he tells you new things that he's calling you to he reveals to you new gifts that you 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 know you never thought you had and that's why even you you are a continuous process of evolution you keep on evolving you know you keep you keep learning so learning only dead people only dead people and literally stop learning literally stop learning if you're a human being you keep learning you just you just have to keep learning and then also um in proverbs chapter 18 verse 15 it says intelligent people are always eager and ready to learn so you know you just have to keep learning if you meet somebody that doesn't learn much the person will be stagnant the man who learns a lot the one who gathers knowledge always you know is always ahead so knowledge is very important you have to keep learning and also in Acts chapter 17, in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, it says that, you know, um, the people that were more open-minded, the, the people in in Beria, in Beria were more open-minded than the people in Thessalonica. Like whenever Paul taught them, you know, they would go back to the scripture to check, to check, ah, okay, this thing that Apostle Paul has taught us, let us go and check into the scripture. And then, you know, the word of God says, they listened to the message with great eagerness and every day they studied the scriptures to see if what Paul said was really true. So you need to keep learning. You really need to keep learning. And also in 2 Timothy, it tells us that we should study to show ourselves approved and i really really love i really love you know the amplified version and the amplified version says that study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to god approved tested by trial a workman who has no cause to be ashamed correctly analyzing and accurately dividing it now goes further to say rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth before you get to that point where you are skillfully teaching you are rightly handling the word of truth you have studied it you cannot give what you do not have you know you have to stay and study you have to stay and learn so even wherever you find yourself you keep learning if you think ah i'm a chef and i'm so good at this thing there are people who are better than you and they're other there are always a lot of ways you can learn how to do something and then another the 10th lesson from the book is the fact that gaining mastery of something takes practice gaining mastery takes practice and so um and i saw from the book was the fact that angel felt dejected she felt so bad that she didn't get her to make venison stew for the first time she tried it and in actual fact she made a total mess of it to be quite honest and then also she now felt even worse because she tried to light the fire the first time and she didn't get it but eventually she became good at it so the fact that you try something you did not get it does not mean you should stop trying and it does not tag you with failure actually i learned that practice makes progress people say practice makes perfect but i think practice makes progress so you keep you know you keep practicing that thing the more you practice that thing eventually you gain mastery of it so if it's in the place of prayer i'm not good in praying that's fine you keep practicing so if today you pray you pray for 10 minutes five minutes you keep be you'll be consistent consistent at it with time you notice that you get better in studying the word in cooking in being polite in proper time management in cultivating saving culture in not talking or replying back all the time you know the more you practice something you would eventually gain mastery even in you know how sometimes we say ah 
someone will come and do something to you and you just you know you you finish the person hey like you just give the person savage and you just you just you just scatter you just eh, carry the table in fact you scatter the table so much that we can't even repair so i have to call carpenter to help us build another table but you know even if you want to change the fact is if you keep practicing something like when someone does something to you be like i choose to you know be slow to speak and quick to hear i will not reply i will not be angry uh, my words will be seasoned with grace the more you do it you'd eventually gain mastery at that thing so i hope we i hope we are not i hope we are not tired so another lesson another lesson i learned from the book is the fact that patience patience is a very very important virtue patience is a very important virtue and we all need to exercise patience and you know in the book there were times that michael jose was always telling god that god i'm tired of um, angel treating me this way must she has must she must she must she be this way would i continue to live with her all the rest of my life and god told him patience you need to be patient and Michael was there, I was like, God, patient again. And I was like, yes, I said be patient. So the fact is, patience is a very important virtue and we need to be very patient. You might have a particular need and you might want God to supply it, but it might just not be the right time. And so even in our work with God, we need to exercise patience in dealing with our fellow human beings. Patience is greatly required in achieving our goals in becoming a better version of ourselves. You need to be patient with yourself. You need to be patient so you achieve that goal, that dream, and you so you become that person that god wants you to be actually you know patience is even very essential in the journey or process of becoming i hope you've been blessed there are a lot of more lessons and i'll continue in the next episode so let's say a word of prayer lord thank you for this word that we have learned today and we pray that you would help us that you would help us apply to our lives and it will bring forth fruits in jesus name and if you listen to this episode or this podcast and you've not um, given your life to christ i'd like to lead this christ just say this word of prayer after me lord jesus thank you for dying for me thank you for forgiving me all my for forgiving all my sins i today i choose to accept you as my personal lord and savior and i ask that you walk with in walk on me and you walk through me in jesus name amen so if you've said this prayer i'd like to welcome you to the household of faith you are very much welcome we love you we love you we love you and i'll keep praying for you and so once next episode is out i'll definitely let you know i sincerely apologize that this episode is a little long but i would let you know when once next episode is out and on the next episode we'll continue the lessons have a beautiful 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 week i pray that the lord blesses you so much i know have a great week thank you